Getting split Getting split ready. Getting split ready. Getting split ready. For my wife, God rest her soul. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. She's not dead. <laughs> We're just divorced. Unscripted and honest discussions on divorce and separation. Getting split ready. What was I supposed to tell him? I divorced you from the show? Here's your hosts, Doug Katz and Mariah Pleasant. Tonight with us, we have Patrick Markey of Law Office of Patrick Markey, Chicago Kent College of Law graduate, graduate of Minnesota, and Brian Wilson, graduate of DePaul University and University of Illinois, principal at Cogan Wilson. Our next segment is brought to you by Keystone Mediation. Take control of your divorce. A keystone is the central principle or agreement on which all else depends. Let Keystone Mediation help you create the foundation for your future www.keystonemediation.com, serving Indiana, Illinois, and doing online mediation. Now, watching Marriage Story, is this Marriage Story or A Marriage Story? I think it's Marriage Story. I think it's A Marriage Story. I uh, was thinking about other divorce movies, right? You know, War of the Roses and all these movies that either paint it really, really good or really, really bad. And, And there's always the thought of, media being you know a mirror of society or vice versa but how what do you think what do you what do you guys think on the accurate portrayal of divorce in hollywood or on tv i guess tv's hollywood, so TV. noah brownbach i think that's how you say his name he the one who did marriage story he also did a squid in the whale like about 15 years ago which i saw which was a great i mean he I, he's from a divorced family and he got divorced so Squid and the Whale was like his childhood, and A Marriage Story was probably kind of like his divorce. Um, and uh, I, I thought they were both very real. I haven't seen More on the Roses in a long time, but that's definitely, um, they're out there. Uh, you know, there's, there's out, you know, 50% of cases are a certain way. There's outliers, but those cases are out there, and, and they, um, you can be that case too. No one ever thinks that's going to happen to them, like getting stricken with a disease or something. No one thinks that, but a nasty divorce can happen to you. <laughs> I mean, it does. I think that I think that nobody's going to do movies about the, like the middle eighty percent, though, right? Like the ones that we they come in, they retain, we negotiate a little bit, and it's and it works out, right? Because that doesn't. Nobody wants to watch that. I do agree with Patrick that there are your extremes. Like, and those are the cases that if you walk around the Daily Center, those are the legendary ones that everybody knows about. You know, they've had a ton of attorneys. They litigate all the time. The judges talk about them. Um, I think that a lot of times, though, that like I was looking up statistics before I got here, like it's something like 90 to 95 percent of cases settle. They don't mm-hmm. actually go to trial. Right. But nobody wants to do a. a to watch a movie or a TV show about, you know, collaborative where they sat around a table and they agreed after, you know, five meetings and they moved on and had a wonderful, you know, post-divorce life, right? They want to see like people, you know, stealing food out of the fridge when they're sharing the house and taking the dogs and like hiding clothes and things like that, right? Like they want to see the things that either they've dealt with or give them the ideas to do to their spouse, right? So there's <laughs> realism you're saying, but it's, it's an amplification of the realism of, of that small percentage. Correct. I, I mean, there are cases like the movie and there are cases that are even worse than that. And, you know, some cases, Patrick, I'm sure has them too, where they're cursed cases where they just last forever and you litigate forever. And I, I mean, and that's the portrayal that people enjoy seeing, right? They, 
Well, I think the problem with that, too, is that the people see these cases going to court. And if they don't realize that 90 to 95 percent of cases settle out of court, they may enter this process thinking they're going to get some sort of emotional satisfaction or vindication in front of the judge. And that just doesn't exist for a lot of people. There's no vindication. Right. <laughs> if, if we can agree on one thing, yeah. there is no There's, vindication ever. Yeah, never. You've and, never seen the judge say, like, ma'am, you are right. And sir, you are wrong. Like, it just doesn't. So. Right. And and but that statistic, the 95 percent is is probably accurate, but it's kind of misleading. Not that you're trying to be misleading, because um, <laughs> there's a lot of cases that settle the day of court or the day before. So they went through a lot of crap and a lot of turmoil and a lot of litigation just because they didn't actually go to a trial doesn't mean that they didn't go through some horrible stuff similar to marriage story. I, like they didn't go to trial in marriage story either. Correct. And. Look how horrible that was. I don't even know if they went to trial in the War of the Roses. Because they never he never signed it. Uh, are there any portrayals of like, you know, the opposite of killed? that? Opposite <laughs> you know what I was gonna say yeah, is what's interesting is the portrayal carries on then. Like I was watching I think War of the Worlds was on this weekend and you know, Tom Cruise is this, you know, heart in the right place, but kinda ex husband, father who doesn't really do anything right. And like the post divorce seems to always be you've got the responsible the responsible wife and then like the dad who, you know, either they go one direction where, okay, I understand how this guy ended up dead later or something, or the one where it's like their heart's in the right place, but they're, you know, just kind of, they can never follow the divorce decree or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, this, I I say this, this stuff is driven by the people involved. So there's a lot of people with mental health issues out there. I'm just throwing out a statistic. I think at least 20% of the population has whether it's narcissism, anxious disorder. I mean, those people get divorced a lot just because of their disorder or even whatever spectrum they're on. So a lot of those people you see at the Daily Center who are there like every time I'm there. I mean, there are cases that both Brian and I, if I'm in a courtroom, I see this same guy. I know all about his case. I come back the next month. He's there again. Um, He's just in for years. I mean, those people have mental health issues. They're fighting, and they really can't control it. In those cases, I I honestly don't know how those will get resolved. A lot of times they don't. They just go on forever until they run out of money. money Well, some people love it, right? Like It's sport for them. It is sport for them, and some people can't sign, right? Like they can't sign the agreement. Even after their divorce, you know, you're talking about post-divorce, right? And sometimes they're coming back for issues. Some people can't agree. They don't want to agree. They love the fight. They love the the struggle or like an opportunity to to get something they lost in the first round. Who did we have? We had a guest once that said that there's three types of couples where they're both done, one is done, or neither is done. And it's those couples where they're in this dysfunctional, abusive dynamic and they're just not done and they're gonna do it as long as they can because it's it's what they what they do it's what they've done right well and it's interesting you know i when when i first kind of pose this thought of hollywood versus reality there's you know the thought of the just portrayal but then if you look at even how like stand-up comedians or the way that they discuss every divorce lawyer was trying to take all their money and or the divorce lawyer on the other side was you know whatever and you look at even how it's portrayed that way. And if someone's thinking about it, they're like, oh, my God, you know, I can think back to even the 40s or whatever where people take my wife, that kind of thing, you know, where there's always some some aspect of a nasty divorce on that, too. 
And and I don't always trust what people say about their own divorce. Mm-hmm. They'll say, "Oh, I got screwed in my divorce," you know, <laughs> or like, "Or oh, what?" And then I ask them, "Well, what happened? Why well, I had to pay my wife child support?" I'm like, "Well, does the child live with her?" Yeah. Well, you didn't really get screwed. <laughs> you may not want to pay child support, but so, uh, or you know, someone says, "Well, I didn't go to court. It was so quick." Well, maybe you didn't have kids. Maybe you had zero assets. Right. Right. As much as everybody's the same, they're all slightly different. And people always feel like they lose, right? Like you never, you very rarely walk out where both people feel like they accomplished everything they want. It's a divorce. Both people are going to lose to some extent. If you're equally unhappy, you probably did okay. And very rarely is there enough. Like you had enough when there was two of you, but now there's half of it or whatever the split is. And now there's not enough for everybody. It's interesting, too, that there's not any that I can think of portrayals in the media or in movies and TV shows of those divorces that are actually really amicable because they do exist. Where well, what I was going to say is now there's reality shows that in the same way there's like this hyper conflict on like dating ones. There's reality shows where some dude who used to like save bars, he would go and like say, hey, here's what you got to fix, was now like trying to save marriages. And it's, of course, what's in the commercials? People yelling at each other and stuff like that, right? So people want that. Yeah. I mean, I fighting. think there are. Isn't like, what's that movie with Vince Vaughn where he's like with the breakup with Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, the breakup. Right? Is that yeah. what it's called? Yeah. I think oh, that one was it. amicable. Weren't they married? No. No, it was very. No, and they, yeah, they, they ended up, no, ended up going very badly. What about Talladega Nights? They broke, they got divorced in that and then he remarried his best <laughs> friend. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But there are some amicable divorces. There are people who go on to be great co-parents and can exist and almost even be friends, and that's just not something that you see either. Well, the only time you see it is not necessarily, like you were saying, but in a comedy where they want to show the guy is weak or something like that, you know, where then the whole family gets together and it's, it's, it's like weird. It's like fish out of water stuff when they do that because it's not normal for people to get together during the holidays. I think the only one I saw that came close was like Daddy's Home or whatever, where they all reconcile at the end. But in the beginning, it was all about friction when everybody's together. There was a movie with Reese was with Reese Witherspoon at the holidays where like her mom and dad were there in the same room. Christmases. Something like that. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I was hoping you weren't going to Hallmark. That's my holiday Christian. season every year. Is it? But oh, there's yeah. a part at the end where they all came together because of the grandkid, right? Like they were like, okay, we're, we've been fighting for who knows how many years at this point. There's a grandkid who's four who deserves both of our love and attention. We're not going to have two birthday parties and two Christmases and. Look, two you everything. answered your own question. I had to think of it for a while, but yeah, not but no, you went, but you said it's a happy outcome. Yeah. At the end, finally, I guess. Yeah, twenty years later, however long it takes. I mean, in so my parents are divorced. My mom and dad are divorced, and then my mom's divorced a second in time. But in one of the divorces, it was awful. Like they fought, and it was terrible. And to this day, it's still terrible. But in another one, like we would get together for Christmas and for Thanksgiving. And, you know, the in-laws on one side would come over to my mom's house. Right. And so it was like we had mixed. We still have mixed holidays, even though they're divorced. So like it does happen. But like in the media, in the movies, like what happens is it's, it's very quick. They're divorced and then they move on and then it's like a comedy or there's some other plot twist. Right. It's not like the focal point. Yeah. My family's like yours. We all get together at the holidays. My mom officiated my sister's wedding my dad and my stepdaughter stepmom's daughter like everyone's just good and i know it's weird but it's not a unicorn it does happen hopefully it'll happen more hopefully collaborative it yeah but it's it's really driven by the people involved too some people are just more um 
on that spectrum of they're going to have a bad divorce. Like yep. If you're a massive narcissist, you're going to have a bad divorce. I mean, it's just, there's no way around it. Right. If like, you're looking for emotional closure in it, if you're looking for to make the other person pay for something, it's that. It's never going to go done. well. Yeah. Right. If you are thinking about divorce, please visit splitready.com and take our free assessment. You can come through your divorce with your finances, your integrity, and your sanity intact. Be informed, ask questions, and be split ready.